Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine, sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, girl, welcome to a new episode of the Fearless Mujer. So excited that you're here. Thank you for stopping by for another cup of virtual cafecito. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, however you got here, girl, let me just say I am so honored that you're here. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Let me introduce myself to you. My name is Micaela. I am the founder of Fearless Mujer Empowerment Coaching. I'm also the founder and creator of the Fearless Mujer Podcast. and I want you to know that when you're here, you are part of a much bigger sisterhood. Like this podcast goes beyond the microphone. It is truly a sisterhood. And if you ever felt like you didn't belong, like you just were rejected or you didn't have anyone to speak into you and lift you up, girl, let me just say that you are in the right place because The Fearless Mujer is all about lifting you up and empowering you and equipping you to be who you were created to be so that you can influence and inspire the next generation of women. So I just want you to know that if you ever felt like you didn't belong, girl, you have a seat here, okay? And also, guys, let me just tell you that we are going to have our Taco Cafecito and Amigas Night pretty soon. I'll be announcing that. I'm thinking that maybe we're going to have our next one in February because there's a lot going on. So bear with me. I will be announcing that. I'm excited. Every time we have our cafecito nights, it is always so powerful. And if you haven't been to one, I highly suggest that you do. Because what happens during our Taco Cafecito and Amigas Night, um, it's really awesome. We all hop on Zoom. We bring our tacos and our coffee and we take a topic and we each discuss our experience with that topic. So far, we've talked about limiting beliefs and boundaries and we did have the fearless party. So that's and then the holidays happen. (laughs) So we got to get back on track with that. But let me just say, if you've ever needed to know that you are part of something, if you ever needed to know that you truly do belong and that you can come as you are and share your vulnerability and be transparent, right? Then you need to be there because honestly, we are all going through stuff behind the scenes. Like social media is amazing, right? We love to see everyone's beautiful pictures and 
I love using filters. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So like social media is great, but at the end of the day, we are all going through some real things, right? We all got bills that we got to pay. We're all trying to, if you're a mom, take care of the kids. Most of the women who listen to this podcast wear a lot of different hats. So we're all just trying to make it, right? Trying to make it through the day. So if you ever need a place where you can be yourself, where you can gather and be around other mujeres who are not going to judge you, but instead they're going to lift you up, that's the vibe you're going to get when you come to a cafecito night. So look out for that. I'll be announcing it pretty soon. And I cannot wait to meet you. I'm actually hoping that in the springtime we can have an in-person one. So if you have any ideas of where I could go, uh, where I can like have real tacos, <laughs> I would love to know. I'm actually keeping my eye on this place in Austin that is a taco place and it's like pink inside. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how appropriate is that? <laughs> so um, if you didn't know, I love using pink in my brand. It's cute. Uh, but anyway, guys, what are we going to talk about today? So on today's episode, I'm keeping it real. As usual, I'm not sugarcoating anything, but I'm going to talk about the truth about breaking up with toxic people. Now, what is a toxic person? What happens when you encounter someone who's toxic? A toxic person, you know, in, in my opinion, in my definition, they are someone who just have very negative behavior. They're a person who they almost give you this vibe like, like you start doubting yourself, you start draining yourself, or they start draining you, I should say. And so what happens when you encounter a toxic person is that they're very negative and they add a lot of negativity, a lot of negative energy. They make you feel some type of way and it's really upsetting. And here's the thing about toxic people and toxic relationships. And when I say relationships, I'm not just speaking in terms of like a significant other, right? I'm talking about family in general. What happens when you've been immersed and you've grown up in a toxic environment it's really hard to understand that you are in a toxic environment until you either distance yourself or you start noticing things or for whatever reason, maybe a relationship broke off. This applies to friendship as well. And so what happens is that all of a sudden you begin to see And some of the things that happen when you are immersed in a toxic environment or toxic relationships or friendships is that you kind of start noticing things like you notice red flags, but because you're used to that, you don't really question it, if that makes sense. So if you've grown up in a toxic environment, you might question yourself. But what happens is that more than likely you've been manipulated. So you're really doubting yourself anyway. So you're doubting if what you're really seeing is even real. Does that make sense? And that happens when you've maybe had a parent or a grandparent that raised you that's like narcissistic. So the thing about toxic people is that they can make you doubt yourself, right? They can make you feel like, Like you need to constantly be defending yourself. 
Like anything they say makes you get upset, makes you feel angry. And then maybe they even make you feel like, man, you're overreacting. Like, why are you over, always overreacting? Or if you grew up in a family where they like to sweep things under the rug, like, let's just not talk about that. Like, this happened, but we're just not going to talk about that. You never really dealt with stuff. And then you want to bring it up, right? Because you're pissed off about it. And they're like, why are you always bringing up the past? Why are you always talking about that? And it's hard because you become angry and you guys haven't dealt with like, I guess, like they say, the elephant in the room, right? And nobody wants to talk about it, right? Everybody just kind of wants to sweep it under the rug and you get upset. And and maybe you're made to feel like your feel, your feelings are not valid. So that happens when you grow up in a toxic family or you are around toxic people. They make you doubt yourself. They make you question yourself. And it's draining. It's emotionally exhausting when you are around people like that. And it's sad when they're your family because we love our family. We all love our family. And I am going to talk about like what happens when you break up with them. What happens? What do you feel? What do you go through? Because it's kind of a it's not an easy thing. Just put it that way. It's a very, very hard thing. And most people have like this emotional attachment, this emotional bond with their families. So even if somebody was abusive or manipulative, what I mean when I say abusive, you know, whether it was physical or emotional, however it was, most people have a deep attachment and this emotional bond And so it's really, really hard to break away from toxic relationships and toxic family. But here's what toxic people do. They disrespect your boundaries. A lot of times when you try to set your boundaries that like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to be responsible for how you feel anymore. I'm not going to enable you anymore. Like you try to set your boundaries whatever they look like for you, whatever they are for you that you're trying to set, a lot of times they will make you feel bad. Like, well, how dare you do that? Well, you don't care about me. And they'll just try to make you feel bad. So they're manipulating you so that you can feel bad for them. And now you have this internal conflict because you know, deep down inside that Setting healthy boundaries is what you need. Setting healthy boundaries is what's going to help you. It's what's going to protect your peace. It's what you need so you can grow and heal. And it's really hard when you're trying to set healthy boundaries. And here comes the manipulation. And it's just such a conflict and confusing and really hard when you are like, okay, I feel a little bit crazy because I know that I need to do this, but I feel bad for them. So one of the things is that more than likely, if you've grown up around toxic people, uh, they gaslighted you. And they've, what I mean by that, if you've never heard the term gaslighting, it's someone who's like manipulating you. Like psychologically, they make you question your, your own sanity. And I can just say this. Okay, I'm going to say it. (laughs) But my, someone I was in a relationship with, put it that way. (laughs) Okay, my 
son's father, I won't say which one, but he used to do things and I would like confront him or say it. And he would literally make me feel like that didn't happen. Like that didn't happen the way that I saw it. That didn't happen the way that I think it happened. Like he made me question myself. And if you've ever been in an abusive relationship, this probably happened to you because most abusers are manipulative and most abusers, they gaslight you. They make you think like, it's weird. Okay. They play mind games with you. You almost feel like, wait, am I crazy? Because I'm for sure that I saw this. I'm for sure that, you know, um, this really happened the way that I saw it. So that's something that toxic people do is that they gaslight you and you are questioning yourself and it's freaking crazy. It is not a good feeling when you know that you saw what you saw or that you heard what you heard or that they're constantly doing whatever it is and you want to say it, right? And it's not just a relationship with like a significant other. It could be a parent. It could be a brother or a sister. It could be a cousin or a friend, right? And so when people gaslight you, it does not feel good and it makes you mad because you're like, wait, hold on a second here. I know I'm not crazy, right? It's kind of crazy too, because when people are gaslighting you, they're literally lying. They're like, no, like that didn't happen or however it is, but they lie. They lie to you. People that are toxic will lie to you because in actuality, toxic people, they're just trying to look out for themselves. And that's my opinion. I'm not an expert. I'm not a psychologist, but that's my opinion. And my experience from being in toxic relationships and being around toxic family is that they're always looking out for themselves, right? Everything is about them, especially if they're narcissistic. Everything is about them. They're self-centered. So it's nothing is about you. Everything is about them. So they're constantly looking out for themselves. They're constantly, you know, taking, right? Or if they help you, it always comes with some kind of condition. And I've experienced this my whole life growing up. And then also being in toxic relationships. Because think about it. If you have grown up in a toxic environment, that is what you know. That is the language that you speak. You That is normal to you. Okay, And it's not until you step back and you're no longer immersed in that environment that you're able to see like, holy crap, hold on a second here. You mean I don't have to live my life this way? And so it's hard when you are have grown up that way because that's what you know and that's what you expect. And so you've heard me say, like, people are going to treat you the way you allow yourself to be treated. And guess what? If you're toxic and you have toxic traits, then that's what you're going to attract. So it's always important that it, I always say like therapy is amazing. If you know that you've been a little bit toxic, hey, I'm going to keep it real. If you've grown up in a toxic environment, chances are that you picked up some toxic traits that when you realized were toxic, you decided I can't do that. I can't react like that. I can't be like that. I have to unlearn that. I have to grow. And that's the hardest thing when you come to a place where you're like, I can no longer be that person because where I'm going where I want to go in life, 
I can't be that person. I can't take those things with me, right? And so that's when you have to make the decision that you're going to grow, that you're going to become the person you were created to be. And let me just say, when you're trying to be successful and you're trying to elevate and step into the new level of wherever you're going, then it's important that we don't take toxic traits with us, toxic behavior. And listen, I'm not here to like beat you down or attack you or anything like that. I'm speaking from experience as someone who has had to break up with toxic family members. And it's really interesting what happens when you're no longer immersed in a toxic environment, in a toxic family. It's amazing that you begin to unlearn things and you begin to see, oh, wait a minute. I think I've been a little toxic. I think that I need to work on that. I think that, you know, maybe that's not the way that I need to be. There's a different way. There's a better way. Another thing about toxic people is that they have victim mentality. Everything is someone else's fault. Everything else, like everything bad that happens is somebody else's fault. They blame someone else. And then they might even always want you to rescue them. So what I've seen from like toxic people is that they always gravitate toward a person. They always gravitate towards somebody. And it could be that that person is enabling them. It could be that that person is not setting boundaries with them, which when you're not setting boundaries, you are enabling people. So it could be that that person has, you know, gotten them out of a jam a couple of times or whatever the case may be. And so they gravitate towards someone, but they're constantly constantly looking for someone to rescue them because they have victim mentality. They've never taken ownership for their choices, their actions. And another thing about toxic people is that they don't like to be held accountable. They get angry when you bring something up to them, when you confront them about something, even if you didn't do it in a mean way, right? If you did it in a calm way and you're just like, hey, what's up with this? but they don't like accountability. They really don't. Here's the thing. When you distance yourself from toxic people, it feels very uncomfortable, especially, and notice that I'm talking a lot about like family because girl, I've grown up in a toxic family, right? You guys know the story that I had to literally stop talking to my dad or he stopped talking to me because of what happened to my daughter. If you don't know the story, DM me on Instagram. I'm very transparent, okay? This is where God has called me is to be transparent. And so I'm transparent. I'm an open book. So if you're like, what? What happened? You can DM me at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. That's cool. Here's the thing. When you distance yourself from toxic family, from toxic people, it's very uncomfortable. It feels lonely and you even feel guilty. You feel like the bad guy. And if you're still in communication, let's just say they're family members or maybe you broke up with someone who was toxic and then you're still in communication with their sister, prima, whatever. Like, you know how it goes when you, especially if you're dating a Latino, you probably, you got so close to the family, right? It happens. So you start to feel guilty. And if you're in communication with family, 
that that knows that person, they try to make you feel guilty. Like you're the bad guy. Like, why'd you do that? Like, how dare you? Like, you have no heart. You're so cold hearted. And you have to set your boundaries. And you have to be able to be like, look, this is not okay. And on the other side of it, you don't have to explain anything to anyone. You do not have to explain yourself to anyone. Like you could literally just be like, look, I need some distance. But just know that when you break up with toxic people, it is going to get lonely because you're going to miss them because you're going to remember the good times. Because you're going to be like wanting to give them another chance, especially if you have a good heart. But you have to always love yourself enough to put yourself first. You have to always love yourself enough to value yourself. And if people are being toxic and if it's a situation where it's just so emotionally draining that you cannot take it anymore, then you have to distance yourself, especially like. If it's mental abuse, if it's someone that's constantly gaslighting you, or if, if it's like emotionally exhausting. I mean, I can I can say this. There have been times where I'm quite I've questioned myself so much because of the toxic people that were in my life that I didn't even know who I was and I didn't even know how to function without seeking validation from the toxic people. And so it's just such a crazy, like, mind game. It's such a crazy, um, how could I put it? Like, tormenting yourself, literally, because you're you're not feeling yourself. You're not feeling right. And so then you still are immersed in this, this toxic environment, and it's, like, not healthy for you. And so the other thing, too, is that If you are trying to set boundaries and it's to the point where you're like super overwhelmed, maybe you're crying, maybe you just feel like, oh my God, I just can't take this anymore. Like this person doesn't get it. I need my space, right? And they're not getting it. That is toxic, right? And I think sometimes you want to love people, but you also have to love yourself. And so I'm going to share this with you like a couple years after like, because I had to go to therapy after what happened with my daughter and I didn't go to therapy right away because I was so worried about her. But then finally, I knew that I had to go to therapy because, you know, what happened with her actually re-victimized me. (laughs) Is that a word? Uh, It re-triggered me. It re-victimized me all over again. And I noticed that I was constantly bringing up what happened to her and it was causing arguments with my husband. And I was constantly like getting triggered when I saw something on TV. It was just like replaying what happened. And that's not a good thing, you guys. If you haven't dealt with something and you're constantly replaying it, then you really have to seek out therapy, right? You have to, or maybe a coach who does inner work, right? So. When I started going to therapy, probably like probably a couple months into therapy, I just noticed that I was, I guess I felt at the time that I was becoming a different person, but it actually wasn't that I was becoming a different person. And what my therapist said was, you're no longer immersed in that environment. You're no longer immersed in that 
in that family. You're no longer immersed in the, you know, toxicity, right? And so now you're seeing yourself as you are. And it's just so interesting that it literally takes you to step back, right? Something that you feel is going to hurt you, something that doesn't feel good, that you feel lonely, you feel uncomfortable, but it's not until you step back that you can immerse in embracing your journey, that you can put the attention back on you and your growth and your healing and what you need. And when you're immersed in a toxic environment and toxic family, all your energy is going on them or whoever the toxic person is. All your energy is going into that person. All of your focus is going into that person to the point that you are not focusing on yourself. But when you're able to step back and detach, right, and distance yourself, then you're able to bring the focus and put your energy back on yourself where you can see, oh my goodness, I've healed from this or, oh my goodness, I need to heal from this or, wow, I'm like growing. I'm like flourishing. I am stepping into my authority. I'm stepping into who I'm supposed to be. And what happens when you are able to begin seeing that, there is this new confidence inside of you. And do you know why else that is? Why you have this new confidence? Why you feel this new freedom internally? It's because when you're immersed in a toxic environment and toxic relationships, when you're immersed with toxic people, you are constantly emotionally drained. You're constantly doubting yourself because most toxic people are negative. Most toxic people manipulate. Most toxic people are making you feel bad. They're making you feel some type of way to the point that you can't even focus on yourself. And so when you're immersed in all of that, sometimes you don't even know it. And once you pull back, and maybe you still talk to other people who know those people, you're able to see like, wow, they're a little bit toxic too. But it's not until you pull back that you can see, right? It's not until you pull back that you're like, whoa, all of this that was happening, it wasn't what I thought it was. All of this that was happening, all of this that you know people made me feel like it was my fault or like I was the bad guy, I really wasn't. So you got to protect your peace. You got to protect your heart. You got to guard your heart. You got to protect your space and make space for yourself. But you cannot do that if you're constantly in this toxic environment. And here's the thing. I'm just going to say this. If you were trying to grow and elevate, but you're in a toxic environment, it's going to be really hard for you to get to where you want to go. I've mentioned like a bridge, right? Of like, here's where I am. I'm at the beginning of the bridge. Here's where I am. Here's my dreams. Here's my goals. This is what I want. But in order for me to get there, I have to cross this bridge so I can get to the other side of the bridge. So on my way there, I need to cross the bridge that maybe makes me feel uncertain, makes me feel uncomfortable. Maybe I'm afraid of heights. But 
if you have people at the beginning of the bridge, right, pulling you back, holding you down, pushing you down, but that's what you know. That's what you know. Maybe your maybe those people have your I'm just giving you an analogy, right? Because I have these weird analogies. You guys know that. But maybe those people have your shoes stuck in the mud and you can't get out. And you can see your goals and your dreams and you want that. And you want to get across that bridge because on the other side of that bridge, right? On the way on the bridge is you you stepping into your goals and your dreams and pursuing all the things on your heart. And after you cross the bridge, you step into who you're supposed to be. You finally start accomplishing some of those things. And there's a sense of relief. And there's your confidence, right? But if you only knew that you didn't need those shoes, that you could literally you know, just slide your feet out of those shoes that are in the mud and you could cross that bridge. You could buy other shoes, but you could cross that bridge, right? And then once you get to the other side of the bridge, you're like, wait a minute. It was all along that these people, this environment I was in was holding me down. And here's what happens when you get to the other side of the bridge. Those people are still there in the mud in their toxicness, holding themselves back because not everyone's willing to change. Not everyone's willing to do the hard work of looking internally, of confronting what has happened. Not everyone is willing to do that. It takes a strong person to say, yeah, I'm done playing games It's time for me to get serious about my life. Because here's the thing, girl. Your life is your life. It's not anybody else's life. Your life is your life. And here's the problem. When you've grown up in a toxic environment, when you have grown up in, you know, uh, around manipulative people, when you've grown up in that and that's what you've known, it is so easy to give other people so much access to us. It is so easy to allow everyone else to give us their opinion. And then that's what we listen to because that's what we know. It is so easy to stay in that toxic environment. It takes a strong person to make the decision that they're no longer going to be there. And I'm telling you this because I know it. And when you've been in a toxic environment, that's what you know, right? And you have probably have been fed lies about yourself and life. Like the example I just gave about the bridge, like, no, girl, you can't do that. You think you can do that? You're not going to be able to do that. When you've been constantly talked down, when you've been constantly told, like, you're nothing, you're never going to be nobody. When you've been constantly made to feel like, girl, you're done. You've done all these things. You can't do that. You've made a lot of mistakes. Who do you think you are? ¿Quién crees que eres? Oh, you think you're better than me? You think you're... I mean, I could go on and on. When you've been made to feel that way, yeah, you're going to believe that. But when you distance yourself from the toxic people, when you break up with the toxic people, 
you'll be able to see a lot more clearer. Let me just say this. Again, I'm not a therapist, right? I'm just a girl who's been through some stuff, who's had to break up with toxic people in her life. And I've had to go through my own journey of understanding that I could step out of those shoes that were in the mud, cross that bridge, even if I had to crawl across that bridge because it wasn't comfortable so I could get to the other side of what God had for me. And I know God's not done. I know that there's so much more for me. But I just want you to know that when you remove yourself from the toxicness, there's so much power, freedom, and confidence. And I want you to know this too, because here's something that my daughter asked me just the other day. She was like, she's just, she's so deep sometimes. Like she's going to be 13 in a few months, but she is so deep sometimes. And she's like, is it possible for a toxic person to change? And I was like, wow, that's a really interesting question. (laughs) I mean, like, what do you say? Right. And so I said to her, yes and no. And she's like, yes and no. I said, yeah, yes and no. Because my answer to her was something like, when you have grown up in a toxic environment, you grow up and sometimes you're toxic because that's what you know. But as you live life and you start to see how other people are that you know are part of your family or you start to experience new things or you go through new things, sometimes you'll see like, oh, wait, I think that's toxic when that happens or I think that I'm toxic when I'm doing that. And you make the conscious decision that, well, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be toxic. This happens a lot when you've, you know, grown up in dysfunction. You're like, I don't want to raise my kids like that, right? So you decide you're going to unlearn some things, even if it's uncomfortable. So in that case, yeah, you can definitely, a, a toxic person can change. If you have toxic traits, you can definitely change. It's not too late. But. If a toxic person is stubborn and prideful and unwilling to be held accountable and unwilling to confront those things about themselves that are toxic, then they're not going to change, right? And that's, I mean, that's just the truth. So I want you to know that if you are dealing with toxic people and you're not even sure how to like start doing the work of distancing yourself, No, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. The first step is to really allow yourself some space to think about what's going on. What am I feeling? What is going on with this person that's constantly making me feel resentful or angry or whatever? And again, you're you're in charge of your emotions, right? No one can control how you feel except you. No one is responsible for your emotions except you. So you don't have to allow people to get a reaction out of you. But if you know, because our body doesn't lie. If you know your body feels some type of way around a person, maybe you your mood changes when they walk into the room. Well, then it's time to analyze that. And the first thing is that you have to set healthy boundaries. Set healthy boundaries so that you can begin to... Really allow people to take ownership for their actions. Set healthy boundaries because what you need to know is that if you're feeling some type of way, 
Your feelings are valuable. Your feelings are important. Your feelings matter. Even if other people try to tell you that you're overreacting, you're too passionate, you're being crazy again, whatever it is, right? You are important and you matter. Take some time for yourself. Make some space for yourself to really analyze what am I feeling? What's going on? Journal. It's powerful. Second, start setting some healthy boundaries because when you do that, you allow the opportunity for the toxic people to begin to take ownership for what they're doing that's toxic. And hey, listen, I just want you to know that I'm always here. If you want to go a little bit deeper and you want to explore how to begin working through this, I want you to know that I have helped women truly begin to understand why is it that I can't make space for myself? Why am I struggling with toxic people? Why can't I set healthy boundaries, right? All those questions that make us feel like we're crazy. I've helped so many women be able to like get across the bridge so that they can walk in that freedom and confidence and find that peace that they need. So if you would like to go deeper into that, send me a message on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast, or you can go to fearlessmujer.com, click on coaching, schedule a consultation call with me. I would love to connect with you. I do have two 60% off scholarships to my one-on-one program. I'd love to give you more details and I can't wait to connect with you. All right. Well, listen, let me know what you thought about this episode. Tag me in your Instagram stories and I'll make sure to give you a shout out. God bless. Hey girl, I'd love to know what you thought about this episode. Let's take the conversation deeper. Come join the podcast community so you can stay empowered and inspired. Go to fearlessmuhead.com, click on podcast community, or click on the link in the show notes. Hey, can I ask you something really quick? Have you ever been discouraged and questioned if something was wrong with you? You tried to fake it till you make it, but you still doubted your abilities. You listened to the podcast and the motivational speakers, but that just didn't work. You believe that there's more for your life and you're ready to tap into what that looks like for you. You're ready to unleash your courage, step into your authority, and reignite your confidence. If you're like, yeah, girl, that's me, I'd love to talk more. One of my gifts is helping women reignite their confidence, find balance in their life, and step into their authority. Do you think it would be crazy if we worked together? Schedule a 30-minute consultation call with me, and let's see if we're a good fit. You can DM me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast, or you can go to fearlessmujer.com, click on coaching, and you'll see the link so that you can schedule your 30-minute consultation call with me. And hey, don't forget to share this episode with your amigas because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. And go ahead and share this to your Instagram stories, tag the Fearless Mujer Podcast, and I'll make sure to give you a shout out. All right, girl, God bless.